0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of the Verbal Reasoning podcast. My name is Erin. I'm a pharmacologist slash neuroscientist and I'm joined today by two fantastic people. I'll let them introduce themselves, starting off with our regular. Daniel, hi. You probably remember from
1: the first podcast. I
0: don't and really
1: need to introduce myself as much. But...
0: Okay, and uh, we have a wild card with us today because uh, <laughs> Steve, unfortunately, was not able to make this episode, so he will be back next week, but for the time being, we've got a wild card. He was on the bench. He said, put me in gaffe, I'll play anywhere, so yeah, I'll let him introduce okay. himself.
2: Yes, so basically, nice nice cool. my name's uh, name Rohat. I'm not as smart as Steve, but I just recently finished my university education and a sports scientist. And I'm waiting on my grades.
0: Okay, so we've got a personal trainer here with us today. Whoa, and, whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, Let's, so, not, let's not say personal trainer yet.
0: Okay, okay, fine. Um, so how, how have you guys been getting on with the lockdown?
2: Uh, just I'll about be
0: surviving. Yeah? i have been fine, I ain't going to lie. Have you picked up any new, new hobbies or started any new businesses? No. <laughs> well, I started well, a podcast, actually. Well, there we go. There we go. Certain men have they, they're destined for this 9-5 life. Yeah, it's go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. C C O two, C O two. T- come on, right on, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a part of me. Um. So, without longing this out, let's just get straight to it, yeah. Because we've got places to be. Um. Do we? You guys? Well, well. <laughs> what do you guys think about um, that, so the return not. of football? Um, because, as you know, uh, the Bundesliga decided to come back. It was signed off by Angelo. Yeah. Um, In
2: Germany, yeah. yeah. In
0: Germany, Germany yeah. they've come back. Um, so, it's their second week of playing games.
2: Uh, things have been going do you know what well I, for them. Do you know what I don't <laughs> get? Do you know what I don't get? I was watching the highlights of uh, Bayern Munich yesterday. Hmm. So, you see how everybody's doing this elbow thing. What's the elbow thing? When were, instead of like a handshake, handshake. they do the elbow. I don't oh, okay. get it because they're doing, they're doing the elbow and then they're hugging each other. You're literally in my face. <laughs> so how does that make sense? Doesn't that doesn't get... make sense. No. Let me, let me point get.
0: out something though, yeah, just to keep it a bit factual. Um, so people were kind of commenting on the fact that uh, players who are sitting on the bench are sitting at a distance, but when you're playing a match, you're actually, you know, you're running, running by and jumping on top of one another. But, I do have to say there is some common sense in having players sit a bit distance distance apart from one another. Because, for example, if you were to go to the park and you were walking and somebody ran by you, even if they had the virus, the likelihood of you contracting it is very, very minuscule because you're not in close contact with them for an extended period of time. So if you're a footballer who's not going to play in the match and you're sitting on the bench, you'd prefer to be sitting at a distance from your teammates or else... The likelihood of you catching it becomes a lot higher if one of your teammates were to have it. So, that is kind yeah, of, of the course. reasoning as to why they've yeah. decided to make them sit at a distance to one another. But I get that, but in game, it's just ridiculous. Man. Yeah, so yeah, there it is a um, lot to it. Yeah, to make them jump on top of one another. But yeah, Dan, you were going to say? Can the virus can the virus be um, transmitted like by sweat? No chance of like um, by chocolates. So, again, we don't know much about the virus, but when it first came out, there were some studies which kind of kind of insinuated that there was a possibility it can transmit through sweat, but it has not been proven, and therefore, you know, especially those in charge of these football associations have cho- chosen to, you know, kind of chosen to kind of ignore it. Um, mm-hmm. So we think that the Bundesliga, I would say, is something that it should go forward because obviously they had very low infection rates, very low deaths. Um, so what do you guys think about the Premier League? No. I don't
1: think
2: we're
0: ready. You yeah, put all bias aside
1: because
2: we're itching to see football like every no every weekend but, No, but that's no, that's you know what? That Danny Rose comment where because they're basically trying to say he's basically trying to say we ain't no guinea pigs and the government saying, Oh yeah, football will boost the morale. F- how do you know, number one, how do you know every single person in the UK watches football? And number two, we have this is not like the stone age times, like we've got stuff yeah. like uh, technology to keep us entertaining enough. We, we should not go and risk football players' life. Like, football players are humans, you know. They ain't like superheroes. They ain't got a strong immune system. They ain't, they ain't better than no one. They bleed just like us. It ain't safe for them. And I was just reading something now yeah. about how Kante doesn't want to come back. And mm. apparently, Kante's brother died from a heart attack. And apparently, Kante himself has a heart issue, which is crazy. Oh, wow. so, so, yeah, apparently, context, yeah, that's what in I saw.
0: context to what, you've, what you just said, uh, the Premier League's calling their return Project Restart. Uh, and they they call it this elaborate this elaborate scheme that they're doing uh, to kind of bring football back slowly behind closed doors at first, and then you know uh, expand it further. But um, Danny Rose said that people's lives are at risk. Football shouldn't even be spoken about back coming back until the numbers have dropped massively. Football should be one of the last things that need to be uh, sorted. And he called the whole project restart thing bullshit. So that's that context. And uh, the Premier League made a statement last Monday uh, saying that they voted unanimously to return to small groups training from tomorrow afternoon. Uh, that's the, their first step. They said that they um, have set up a protocol and step one is to return to training with no actual uh, contact, no contact training. Uh, and once, once this is done and they start moving a little bit, they're going to consult players, managers, Premier League, club doctors, experts and the government and they're going to set out a clear step-by-step uh, plan to bring football back. So I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to mention that because I want to kind of talk about a little bit about Troy Deeney and what he said about returning. So he he said he refuses to return to Watford training because, in his words, my son is five months and he has had ba- um, breathing difficulties. I don't want to put him in danger, and so he's oh, refused. You. And yeah, no. he also pointed out that. Uh, black and mixed black asian and mixed ethnic i think it's yeah. b-a-m-e i'm not entirely sure what yeah. the abbreviation is for but he's pointing out that people from that background have i think a four times higher likelihood of um having some sort of uh complication with covid and yeah um, says, yeah
1: i've been told i've been told that well i can't taste exactly or scientifically proven but apparently a lack of vitamin d hmm. so vitamin d deficiency has been linked to um, the ethnic ethnic group, yeah.
0: ethnic minorities, with darker skin tones. Mm, mm. yeah, I um, mean, there's there's a whole science medicine behind medicine it. And, yeah. and when you consider that, um, for exactly, for example, the black community seems yeah, to see no, more um, diabetes um, and hypertension and stuff like that. They do are more susceptible. But yeah, Roja.
2: Uh, I just searched it up now. I think Dan might be right. It's saying that uh twenty uh greater in the vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. For so
0: so they are they are at more risk and. Troy Deeney has said that he hasn't actually heard from the FA about um, whether or not there's going to be extra tests being taken or what steps are going to be taken to protect these players. Um, So, first of all, the statement by the FA saying that they're going to hold consistent talks with players. This is the guy who's the captain of Watford and he's not sure about what their plan is. So, what do you guys think about that? Say that again, sorry. So he he is he's the captain of Watford, but he doesn't mm-hmm. feel that he has all the information going forward with regards to how they're going to test BAME uh, footballers.
2: I swear they've done a bit of testing anyway. and There was bare man who just had it.
0: No, no. So I'll get to that in a second. But what do you think, just generally speaking, for Dean He's saying that he doesn't feel safe. He and doesn't
2: feel his... safe. He doesn't feel safe. I think he's. I think he's in his right to not feel safe. Who the fuck feels safe in the UK? There's nothing being clearly said to us.
0: So what, what do think you like think Because the, I think you were just... I, feel like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like they're, they're not really passing the information to the players.
0: If, if Troy
1: Deeney doesn't feel safe, mm. then they haven't communicated properly with the players.
0: So before, before we delve into a bit more context, I'll just give you a bit of a background information of the kind of backlash that he received. So there were two, there were two groups of thought when it came to the criticism to Troy Deeney. Uh, one of them was... Obviously, Watford fans and football fans saying, oh, well, what if because you're the captain and you're not there, your team's morale drops and blah, blah, and they don't win matches and they get relegated. How will you live with yourself? That was one, that was one thing. So it was more about Are the athletic met? performance of the team. Exactly. But, um, and then the second thing was, well, cool. If Mr. Tradini doesn't want to play, then he should have to give his wages up um, to, to the club so that the club can continue to think, uh, you know, continue to work going forward. What do you think about either one of those points?
2: I think I think the first one is that So people just chat so much shit. Do you have a five month or five month old kid who's have difficulties to breathe? This brother, football can only go on for so long, bro. That guy's got a family. That guy that guy has to stay and his family has to stay alive for uh, for him to see the future. Like I think it's stupid if he if he doesn't feel safe, he doesn't feel safe. And for the wages part, I feel like he. If he's not working, just like any other job, they should come to some sort of agreement where maybe he has a reduction in wages. I don't know. Something mm. along those lines, isn't it? Because and if Dan, he's not going to play, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what will happen. Uh, Dan, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I do agree that he should have a reduction in wages. Obviously, like the furlough scheme, like, mm. you can't take all of his wages because then How is he going to eat? Exactly. Try you know, for his family. But if, he, he's taking, if he's taking a personal stance... To refuse to work after it's been made, it's been deemed safe by government Bush. I, you can't um, really,
2: can I really argue with the production. But how can you? But, but the thing is, yeah. Even if yeah. they do deem it safe, how can you trust this country, bruv? They've not, apparently in Germany. I was listening to some other podcast. Apparently in Germany, Angela Merkel has made it very clear for what. Wait she wait wants wait to wait, do.
0: wait. You were listening to another podcast. Oh, sorry, guys. How dare you? No, don't even talk. Sorry, don't sorry. even speak. I don't even want. <laughs> I don't even want to hear the end of that point. Nah, but no, but I. No, no, no.
2: Bring that. for me I'll let you know, off she, this
0: time. Yeah,
2: she said she's apparently she's made it very clear for what she wants the people of Germany to do. Here, it's not clear at all, bro. That's not that's the but thing, the thing that I'm trying point to say. The point I was gonna. gonna
0: the point I was gonna make was. So Troy Deeney is an employee. As an employee, he does not feel that he has a safe environment to continue working in. Should he then have to give up his wages because his employer hasn't provided him with a safe haven, so to speak, to work? No, he shouldn't have to give up his wages. Yeah, no, he shouldn't. Okay, he shouldn't. so now when I add this extra bit of information on top, firstly, they done a, they done a round of testing last Sunday, and they found six players were infected with the coronavirus. One of those players was Adrian Mariappa, a teammate yeah, of Troy Deeney. Yeah. So, had Troy Deeney gone into training with Mariappa, there was a very serious like uh, risk that he could take something home and give it to his five-month-old child. Now, how does that change your viewpoint on both of those two uh, criticisms?
2: I, if I think, I think he, he, he would know in it. Like, as in, family comes first, man. In five months, oh, if that, anything happens to that kid. Ah, oh, my day. The trading would not be able to live with it. And what is the prem gonna do? He ain't gonna do shit. Again, you're an employee. When has ever, when have companies or big corporations ever given a shit about their employee? They will do little T-shirt. They'll put on a T-shirt. Rest in peace. Get on with it. That's all. You shouldn't
0: mm. go. than what do you think? Uh, what do you think? Given that you know now in context that a teammate of his had coronavirus, what do you think about Troy? Oh, then it's just.
1: Chaudini must be thinking in his head he's done the right thing. He's done the right thing as a father to protect his family. Well, as, regardless um, of his, I uh, like Michael
0: Gove. Gove. Was it Michael Gove? Yeah, Michael Gove, yeah. That? He yeah, recently, yeah. I don't know if it was tweeted, that so men or children. Yeah. So Dominic Cummings, one of the senior advisors to Boris Johnson, travelled outside of London twice to go see his family members. Exactly. And everyone was calling him a uh, critic. And by the way, if he, he could... travelled far. Yeah, he went to Gloucestershire He travelled and um, Michael Gove kind of tweeted in his defence and said a man should go and be with his family and do what he can to you know help his family. So you kind of see the the kind of irony in that most of the people who were criticising Troy Deeney were kind of clapping for Michael Gove and Dominic Cummings. So you think to yourself uh, it's a bit of a hypocritical stance to take. Um, so yes. I, I think I think we can unanimously say that we agree with Troy Deeney and we think he has valid. You know, concerns yeah. about going back to training. He's got a child at the end of the day with breathing difficulty, he's only five months old. He's through the player, average
2: category. Being a foot player in this country must be so fucking annoying. People think you're Superman or something. Hmm. Oh, this, oh, we should be playing football. Why are ain't he playing football? He's earning so much money. Shut up, man. Country's i mean They that.
0: They are at the end of the day human beings, and we do need to keep that into context as well. Yeah, so I think the final person that I want to talk about with regards to this topic is um Raheem Sterling. So Raheem Sterling had uh, had this kind of interview conversation with uh, Megan Rapinoe, and he he also said that he has some uh, uh, reservations with regards to the Premier League returning as soon as it is, because in his head, he says that well, the Premier League is a you know is a sport where you have to win you have to win in order to to justify your wages and people expect you to win but if you've been out for a month two months you need more than two three weeks training to get back to your peak form oh yeah definitely now as someone who's done sports sciences degree and you have done some personal training as far as i'm aware what would you say to that do you think do you think that even if it is safe to return they need
2: more time to train yeah definitely uh, basically de- tra- like if you don't if you, you lose your adaptation kind of so if you work out for example let's say just um, keep it simple let's say you work out a muscle and you stop training that muscle is eventually going to decrease to get me however one thing for the people who train their muscles and want to get wham uh, when you do train your muscles you uh, increase the nuclei in your muscle mm-hmm. so basically it's cool it's like it's like um how can i say muscle memory kind of thing okay and uh, when you come back to um training uh that previous fiber of muscle which you've trained uh um it can it grows back basically quicker so footballers so, will have their muscles grow back quicker
0: because of muscle memory due to the nuclei in their muscle yeah However, Well, the thing how, is how, we, how long do would you would you suggest for example
2: I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to suggest the number because I'm not 100% sure myself. But these, we have to understand that, uh, like, premiership level or even like lead Below, they get trackers and everything on them. Like, mm. I've listened again. So I'm so fucking sorry, but I've listened to another podcast. Oh, so, so you are just, were, you were were just gallivanting around listening to every uh, other yeah, podcast. I'm, just, sorry, I'm sorry. going around, man. Yeah. So basically, he was saying how everything is tracked from the, 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 how, how much they uh, obviously run, how much they train, the speed which they train at, the intensity. So then, Premiership players, I think I agree with uh, Sterling on when he says that. But I, I I'm assuming it's not going to take long because these players are not sitting at home. Trust me, they're just not chilling and sitting at home. They're working as well, hard. Damn, what same do you think?
1: Um, I don't think there's an issue with the training because um, every player's been out for the exact same amount of time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, if so, anything, Sterling yeah. has an
1: advantage over mm-hmm. other players. I was, so, I was just about to get to
0: that. I was just about to get to that. That's a um, good
1: point. The only thing I'd say about the, the lack of training is, is for injuries.
2: So Sterling knows ch-
1: he's, he may be yeah, prone to injuries. Short. That's why he's more concerned than others.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I was it going to...
2: The skill-based might be an issue. The stuff might be a bit rusty.
0: Not even that. So as Dan pointed out, some teams have better training facilities, better personal coaches. They might have a coach per player. Um, they might invest more in their coaching, etc. Uh, other better teams. Lifestyle, with, like exactly. better lifestyle. Team a breeds a better culture. Exactly. So, for example, when you look at the Bundesliga, on return, Dortmund pretty much obliterated Schalke. Now, Dortmund is a bigger team. Yes, they have better players, sure, and that might have just been the reason why they beat them, but they have a, bit, a better team in terms of they've got better training facilities, they've got better coaches, they've got... Everything they have better because they have more money. So do you think that that will play a, a part in the return of these clubs and how their players return back um, in regards to their fitness levels and their you know, their, their ability to return back to normal? I think it does. And I think smaller clubs yeah. are going to face more of a burden. And these are the clubs that are fighting against relegation. So in a way, I, I don't see how, especially right now for the Premier League, how you can have maybe... Because they're considering bringing it back in June. So, how you can have maybe two, three weeks of training and expect all of these players be to be back to their normal... Their normal so there uh, to
2: actually play. For Man City and Liverpool, that ain't even a problem. Liverpool's won the league. Man City are going to be in top four. It's nothing really going to change. Regardless. Exactly. But what about yeah, the
0: smaller teams? The teams yeah, that
2: now come back and... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, for Sterling, realistically, it's not going to be a thing. But I guess if speaking for everyone in the league, then yeah, it's going to be an issue if those... But again, these... Like, I know you guys are saying facility and stuff, but again, these are professional clubs, regardless of the quality of, let's say, the trainers they have, they're, uh, they're still elite trainers and stuff. One might be slightly better, they might monitor different stuff, but, but as I, regardless, as I've, the as science I've said, is still
0: the... As I've said though, like Man City might have 20 world-class coaches and they can assign one coach per two players, but let's say a, a team lower down in the league, like a Southampton for example, they might have... 10 world-class coaches and it takes maybe four or five. Yeah, to
2: be so, yeah, we don't it, know quite so we, we don't yeah, really know much know, about
0: yeah. their finances and who they have in charge, but I would just assume that because of the wealth disparity between the clubs that it's, it is possible Pretension, that that will affect yeah. players yeah. who are Pretension. coming back. Um, so I think, yeah. I think, should we maybe try to wrap up this section and move on to the next one because we do kind of want to talk about uh, the Last Dance documentary. Um, no, so I would say guess. that with this, with this Premier League returning business, I kind of agree that we need to allow players to come back a bit slower. Let's take our time with it. Make sure the numbers are down adequately first. It doesn't seem that the Premier League is actually keeping uh, players in the loop, especially if a, if a club captain, a uh, Premier League football club's captain, is saying that he's not sure about what they're going to do with regards to BAME um, with regards to BAME uh, footballers, so I think I think maybe it is a bit early to bring back the Premier League. What do you guys suggest should be done if they don't bring back the Premier League? I mean, it doesn't seem likely, but should they have just given the title to Liverpool, or should they have just cancelled the whole season?
2: Uh, well, having an agenda for me, Liverpool not winning the league would be amazing. But if I'm not yeah, having an agenda. That
0: Okay and, So let's um, put our agendas To one side please Let's try to
2: keep okay. it Okay Yeah Like Liverpool won the league isn't it? But, And here's the problem Here's where the problem comes If you give Liverpool The league Yeah Then Then who gets The FA Cup who, Then who gets relegated There's so many problems I don't know how They're going to do it But The yeah. point based system Maybe Yeah Sounds the best I'm not sure There's so many ways You can do it I don't think one way Is the best And we're just going to Have to accept Whatever is uh, given I guess but it is going to be a problem it, at
1: the end of the day. Is it mathematically perfect? Like can Liverpool have they won the league mathematically now? No. no. And have the last team of the relegation teams no, no I don't relegated? So. Nothing I is I don't see how it's mathematically. Fair. So I don't see how it's fair. Talking about fitness, talking about people with virus, not going to come back as fit, all these things. I don't think it's fair to award top-bottom or to, to award top and then make the bottom fight it out. I, don't I, Arsenal, so, yeah, I I agree
0: with the whole relegation thing, but we do have to give context that I think Liverpool were roughly 20-something points ahead. and I think, I think the, they were like they two games were, away. Yeah, I think they, all one they game? needed to do was win one or maybe two more games and they would have like clinched the title mathematically as well.
1: Yeah, but there were seasons where Tottenham could have finished above Arsenal, but they ate dodgy lasagna.
0: Like There's things yeah. like that, that can happen.
1: This, this, it happens in but I mean, what one is game or games.
0: Yeah. What's the
2: likelihood of losing another ten but years yeah, a, but 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 the, the thing is, Dan has a point has because a point. Dan has a point because this is a multi-billion like situation. You can't just say you you got to take that one yeah. percent chance. To get me. That's the thing. So I don't know, man. It's a madness, isn't it? Fuck Liverpool, though.
0: No, I just don't Okay, thank, thank you for, for being Liverpool as classy and poised as always, bro. Right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next section. Wait, can I so, ask a question? Can oh, yeah, the question? yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead, go
1: ahead. It's a bit more lighter, a bit more, more fun, you know, than just talking about COVID and five-year-old babies getting infected, which is quite frustrating. Quite yeah. If football came back. Who mm. are you looking forward to seeing? Like, who have you missed? What team? What player? Oh I, I miss the
2: Champions League. I don't miss anything from the Prem to be fair. Prem was been being, being dead, in my opinion.
0: Well, I'm an I, Arsenal I fan. Personally
2: agree with that. To be fair, I Arsenal, know. yeah, Arsenal, yeah. I would yeah. want to see Arteta because I had big stocks in him.
0: So I, I I I'm an Arsenal fan, so Champions League isn't something that we're obviously watching with <laughs> too much glee. Um so I, I was actually looking forward to seeing how Arteta does with the current batch of players. Is he gonna be kept number, you know, two or you know, what what exactly What's is going Arteta gonna do? Is is the thing that we were all looking forward to, but yeah, for me it would have I been. I was excited
1: to just see Mazo Ozil. If I'm honest, I want to just see oh, Ozil this guy, man. This guy. I, I don't.
0: No, Ozil, dead. Is dead. No one's mourning him. Yeah, I don't no one's mourning anyone. He's still
1: the
2: best player. I, 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 I actually wanted like to see uh, he's miles, uh, miles ahead of everyone. He's miles. I want to see Nigelsman Guzman, man. Because there's, there's, a, there's a grave with his already. name. With there's a
0: grave with his name on the tombstone. It's just he's nowhere. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, finished. Yeah. finished. <laughs> I say, finished Can
1: say nothing. Yeah, Has god.
0: anyone seen Abom Yang's hair? Aubameyang's oh my oh. god! Listen, uh, not forget Abom Yang. <laughs> forget Abom Yang. Yeah. You see, you see, um, Manny.
1: Hairline is crazy. Have you seen oh, money's Mane. hairline? Mane. Oh, that's hard. Oh. Uh. hairline is
0: just upsetting me and my me and my homegirls. Honestly, it is it, very upset. Whenever yeah. I see the picture, it makes me upset. My money kills me, man. Wow. So just let it go, man. Just let it go, for God's <laughs> sake. And the thing is, he's rich. I don't want to be that guy who points out that he's rich, but just go get hair plugs.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'll never time forget time that time on. when Obama celebrated and they touched his hair. Right? <laughs> because he's sprinkled <laughs> fibres <famous> on his <laughs>
0: <throat> Oh, yeah, and it moved, didn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that does. Uh, anyway, oh, man, let's move on. That was a good question. That was a good question, man. Um, on, uh, so we're going, going to the, the Last line. Dance The Last Dance on. Yeah so talk, talk, no, Last Dance documentary uh, Other sports No no talk about, talk Oh about yes true
0: the Yes there's more sports Other than football So what did the other Federations do then Let's Give us a I don't know Okay go on
1: <laughs> So we have First we've got the The greatest Arguably Or the greatest Sporting event ever The Olympics mm-hmm. So we have Obviously Japan 2020 Being re- a rearranged To Japan 21. And um, it's not very, looking very positive. The Japanese Prime Minister has come out and said that it could be cancelled completely.
0: So, um, what happens if if it gets cancelled completely? I mean, a lot of money was spent. Dana, I think your voice is going actually. Mm, Yeah, you're kind of upside down trains. They're ready for that. All I heard was Um, upside upside down trains. (laughs) (laughs) So I start again. You you can edit it. Yeah, go again. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to bother editing it, but yeah, go ahead. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, um, the Japan 2020 Olympics has been rearranged to 21, and um, the prime minister's not very hopeful. was not looking very optimistic, and he said that it may have to be cancelled completely. And that the governing bodies has warned that if, if this does happen, then that's it for the Olympics. That's the only chance. But it's going to have to be World Championships. It's Commonwealth Games. It's all these sporting events that have to take place as well. No, do so so you think this, is fair? So, is the there Olympics any kind of contingency? One.
0: Is there any kind of contingency in place for Japan? I mean, I'm sure they spent millions, if not near close to a billion, getting all the stadiums and everything yeah, ready. So,
1: stadiums. I mean, lots of infrastructure put into place. Obviously, Japan's quite a, a, a strong country economically. So mm. they could handle this burden, but imagine this has happened to Brazil at the time.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, imagine
1: this happened to just any other I mean, country. It just, it just seems
0: ridiculous to me. That it, I mean, okay, cool, cancel it. But surely there has to be something in place to recompensate these people for the amount of money that they've put into the Olympics. I mean, can't it just, it can't, just, can't they just can't they just do it there? The next
2: Olympic, like
1: yeah, I mean?
0: was thinking like the 2024 keep, games. Can they
2: just be yeah, like- whenever whenever the next one ever happens, just do it there. I think that's, 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 that's how it should be anyway, I think. The but,
0: but then I again, have they given... Olympics. I think they've given those Olympics to Russia, haven't they?
2: Yeah, but bro, we're in a fucking pandemic and we haven't... Yeah, but then have you to have, have it, to so. ask
0: yourself, Russia has now spent how much money on their preparing, own infrastructure yeah. preparing for the for the Olympics? Yeah,
2: so and then once Japan are done,
0: give it to Russia. Sure give it to, it to Russia it. to the end of the season, yeah, but it you is, know, it's
2: <laughs> Now, do you know what the scariest thing is? Think of this year, as an athlete, Olympic athlete, you train for four years and then you got one time to shine, and now you can't shine on that one. That is scary. You train for four yeah, years. That's, that's you your that's another thing. Yeah, that's one opportunity.
0: Yeah, that's another thing that is, people don't know, take into play. consideration is
1: that it an athlete happens. spent four years. If this happened during the peak Usain Bolt, oh imagine. Oh, oh god. god, imagine. Oh, imagine. Crash.
0: Imagine. Maybe there was gonna be crowd. another Usain Bolt in this in this Olympics, but we're just not gonna be able to see them now, which is a shame. That's true. But you it's know peak. What exactly do you do? What exactly do you do in this situation? You can't do anything. Yeah. Um, All these people so what other sports countries, airports? Um this is
1: obviously obviously we saw Wimbledon has, Wimbledon has been cancelled the first time since World War Two. All cricket was suspended on the 18th of March. No, nah, who cares um, Then we have. Oh, thanks for alienating all the cricket fans. On the yeah, podcast. thanks.
0: This guy, he doesn't uh, know what he's doing. He's not professional like you and me. Then remember this guy. At the oh, is, this is season season the this is us. why he's a wild card. This is why he's a last. wild card. This is why he's a wild card. We just brought him on. I don't he know. He, I don't know anybody who watches. I don't know anybody who watches cricket. Neighbor, okay, on. expand your worldview, but carry on then.
1: England <laughs> just won the Cricket World Cup.
2: Shame. Well, I know. Shame on yeah, they did. you, shame they did. on they did. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
1: one of the most exciting things I've ever seen in my life. If I'm I mean, I didn't watch you if I'm keeping it back with you. <laughs> yeah, come on, Dan, you didn't watch that, did you? <laughs> Bro, I watch all sports. That's what I mean. You're just, you guys just got your fingers in the football pot. I'm about to come yeah, through the NFL that, stuff now. That's where though. I
2: want my finger to be.
1: Pause. So we uh, have, Dan, gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, off there's the NFL as well. So, they've had a very um, unique pers- um, perspective. They finished the season before this all happened. So we saw the Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers, 31-20 yes. in the Super Bowl.
3: Mm.
1: And um, obviously Patrick Mahomes, my, my light-skinned king
3: as a callback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay,
0: if you don't know, sir, I'm going to need you to keep quiet because you're upsetting <laughs> the rest of the guests. Really? Uh, yeah, really, carry
1: on. Really, really. <laughs> so
0: yeah, they've been able, they're, at the current time, they've been able to observe
1: how other major sports and leagues, domestically and internationally, have um, like, handled the crisis. Mm-hmm. so they've kept like the non-football staff are still working the business people are still running their businesses but mm-hmm. no players and stuff unless they have to go to rehab for training but then there's people asking so when's it when's it coming back is it going to start again in september mm-hmm. it's obviously the, the the executives they've taken quite a, a fair stance on this and they have said if one team is not able to return that's it the nfl's not starting if there's the law because obviously America is a huge, is a huge like land mass. It's not like England, like it's so small. So every team has different laws.
0: Yeah, every state has their own set of laws. Every rules, every I state guess, has yeah. different laws. Yeah. So if yeah. one
1: state doesn't allow people to to gather, then that's it. There's no. There's gonna be no
0: season. I, I mean, that, fair, that just I think, think that seems very it. fair to me. But then again, you do have to appreciate the difficult situation the Premier League is in. I mean, you know, they're halfway through their season. And all of this happens, but yeah, I guess with the NFL, actually. because they've already finished it, it's like, okay, we just won't start up the next. Yeah, season. they just sit back mm. and yeah, they just sit back and just just relax. Mm. And then um, yeah, no, that's actually interesting to find out. Actually, I completely forgot that they yeah, finished the season. Been, yeah, things have been going ahead. So they had the draft. Okay. Um,
1: so they done that all digitally. They adapt to that quite quite well. So they still the players. You saw on social media all the videos. All the the players getting drafted, and their girlfriends' reactions, and
3: yeah. whatnot,
1: and all those things. Bringing up the old Russell Wilson and his his ex-girlfriend. Yes,
0: yes, yes. That meme,
1: wide mouth, yeah. Yep. So, um. All that's gone ahead like quite smoothly, and like a lot of mm-hmm. to keep the trainer fit. A lot of the teams have been allowed to to buy and send like one thousand five hundred dollars worth of training equipment sending it to the players. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's going to more
0: of the younger players and the. So yeah, I guess one. the Tom Brady's and you know, yeah. th- those people would have have uh, extensive gyms in their houses. But it's nice that yeah. younger players are being sent actually adequate training equipment. I think you know NFL has kind of done it. Then, uh, from what you said, in a way that other sports should look at and try to emulate once yeah, their domestic seasons are finished. Yeah, yeah, because of you their know, advantage
2: for the for all these like young athletes now. I think it's it's a blessing right now. I think because. If you can outwork other players, like in your age range or whatever, you, yeah. can, you, can, you, can, you can step into the season physically yeah. superior to them. Yeah, so now, now, now you'll see who's on it and who's not. Because now you have the opportunity to sit down and do nothing at all. Now you've got yeah. to see who's going to actually get up and do shit. And then you'll see who's a. Uh, I I think it's going to be mentally there,
0: regardless of the sport or the league. How the yeah, players yeah. return, just having a look at yeah. what, what they bring yeah. to the table once they return. Um, yeah, for me, talking of, as a, yeah, go on, yeah, sorry, go. On. As an eagle, as an Eagles fan, we suffered loads of injuries last season. Like yes, yeah. So
1: like a delayed, a delayed, season. I'm not gonna lie, it's looking kind of good for us because then.
0: See, there's all these new like dynamics rest. you need to take yeah. into consideration, which yeah. otherwise you wouldn't have had to had to worry about or think about. Um, so talking on one of, thing. Oh, sorry, go on. Go on, go on. Sure, you gosh. have one more thing. Go I on. I wanted
1: to ask you guys a question. As you're both not into NFL, why do you struggle to get into it?
0: Time zones. It's strictly time zones for me. I just don't
2: have I'll the time honest to be with able, you, able to watch it. I can't fall in love with It's on at like six
1: o'clock. It's on at like six o'clock in the evening. No, no, I
2: can't. It's on at like six o'clock in the yeah. afternoon? Six, or
1: even six, nine, and then there's like 1.30 games.
0: Really? Oh. Yeah. I've always been under the assumption that it's kind of like basketball because I love basketball but I rarely get to watch it because it always plays Oh like yeah, really basketball dodgy is just,
1: Yeah,
0: I can, I can only watch, watch the
1: playoffs I can, There's so many games as well Do you know how many games they play?
0: Yeah, regular season yeah. I mean, all the teams have to play one another twice each, over each oh. and then you've got the Eastern Conference, Western Conference and then you have to go to you know, playoffs and whatnot yeah. So. so yeah, I think for me it's a little bit of A, not knowing when the games play and B, I think the rules are a bit different uh, and, you know, having to learn the new set of rules, maybe it's a bit lazy of me, but there's something about football which is very simple to understand and I think there's a lot of rules for other sports. Maybe I'm misreading that, but I just never have really gone into true. NFL.
2: Yeah, I'm just, i have given too That's much of my life to football. I can't do it when I'm giving it to another sport. Okay. I love the game man, I love the game So if Roha
0: has more than one child He's only going to be able to love one so good, luck. <laughs> good luck to the second child um, Okay So now let's move on To the Last Dance documentary There we go So who's watched it? I'm, love, you've watched I'm it? in love
1: with that it. It. I don't know what took me so long to watch it But hmm. I've watched it, yeah okay, so watch,
2: like, I've so watched many it.
1: Memories of basketball
2: So we're all and, up to date uh, Yeah, I just want to say before you carry on the Last Dance averaged 5.6 million viewers across all 10 episodes when they were premiered on Sunday, making it the most watched ESPN documentary of all time. I
0: mean, it's kind of fitting, isn't it, that Michael Jordan yeah. would get that kind of accolade? I don't watched
2: watch basketball, by the way, okay. and I know who Michael Jordan is. Like, superstar. That. Superstar. Yeah. Super, One of the superstar. very rare Phenom.
0: superstars, phenoms of the game. And... Um, So let's talk a little bit about what makes a team successful and what makes somebody like Michael Jordan successful. Now, I call players like him uh, mentality monsters. What, you think You think money makes Michael Jordan successful? No, you just said teams, and I was just thinking of Messi. Oh, okay. Sorry, but continue. Back to basketball. Back to basketball. uh, I call call players like him mentality monsters because whilst being supremely talented, um, yeah, monsters. Uh, not monsters.
1: He's a beast. Mentally, he's a beast. Yeah,
0: Mentally, right. he's a beast. And I, when when you compare other athletes to him in other sports, I can think of Ronaldo from football and Djokovic from tennis, where you look at them and you say, yes, they're supremely talented, but they have that mental edge over their opponents, where they're able to take themselves to a spot where Michael Phelps. Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps, Phelps and Jose Mourinho. Know
1: Jose Mourinho, pre the
0: meltdown,
2: it was one of those. Dreams, oh, yeah, Jose, man. Jose, that's my... That one hurts me every single goddamn day. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. The thing with yeah, the thing with oh, no, no, no. um. So some of the players you've mentioned, some of the athletes, sorry, you've mentioned, they're like, it's just a sport. It's a single sport. It's not a team sport. I think when your when your mentality is supreme and you're in a team sport, it matters more, because uh, Michael Jordan, um, uh, my, uh, Michael Jordan, when he when he left them, they didn't win anything, right? When he retired. They did, they yeah, but I mean,
0: well, let's put it into context, they went for a rebuild and a oh, lot of their yeah, star did. players didn't re-sign, so Pippen left. Oh no, I was talking
2: about uh, when he retired the first time. No, no. no. Oh, when he retired time, the no. first
0: time, yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't win, but they did have a very good season, so uh, yeah. you don't know whether that, or not it was with, because of him or if it no, was. No, but
2: that's, mm-hmm. you know, it, you're right, it might not be, but that's the thing about elite sport, it's fucking small, small margins. Mm. And he is that small margin and his mentality is that small margin. Because when you have someone like him, Ronaldo, in the team, you go into that training round and you're like, fuck, I need to work hard. There's just something about them. There's something So about let, me, let me,
0: now that you've said Ronaldo's, let me give you this comparison here. Yeah? So Ronaldo won a three-peat in his sport, which was unseen. Michael Jordan won two three-peats, which was unseen. Even one was unseen. Um, but when you look at their teams post-success, what changed between the teams that weren't successful and the teams that were? Now, you could argue that Michael Jordan got better players and therefore he'd done the free-peat. But I would agree. I would argue that the team that Ronaldo had that didn't win the Champions League three times, so the one that had Kaka, that had messed with Ozil, that had Higuain, that had even, believe it or not, Ruud van Nistelrooy, which I only found out the other day. I thought he'd left before Ronaldo came. But that team he didn't, didn't play win anything. Team. That team didn't win anything, though, like of, 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 uh, of well, their level, of what win, you would what expect. No, but so I mean, they had Mesut Ozil, a prime Mesut Ozil. They had Kaká. They had broken records. No, no they I hate didn't Higuain, win anything. Man. I, don't, I don't know. I don't like Higuain, man. This guy doesn't score a big game. <laughs> no,
2: this but
0: regardless, name. they still had Ronaldo. They still had, the, you know, what was arguably the best uh, centre-attacking mid in world football for the past 10 years, Mesut Ozil, playing for them. So, what, what do you think was the difference between that team and the team that ended up actually winning the free peak? Uh, for me, I have a theory, but I want to hear what you guys think first. So maybe, Roja, if you can.
2: Uh, I think there's just so many factors that play come into play. Yeah, okay, so, so, so um, explain
0: to me and keep referring back to Michael Jordan because we want to keep it in context with the last Yeah, couple.
2: so um, when I think, was it, I think that Jose Mourinho, a Real Madrid team, should have won a Champions League. They used to buy a Mini from penalties or something like that. Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was a quarterfinals or the... semi finals, they, they lost Semif- the penalties. Something like that. I d I, I I don't know man sometimes you know what the stars just align. I I I can't explain to you what I what I think it is because that team was phenomenal as well. Mm. Do you get me? And Jose Mourinho so he you think was it's he just
0: margins and single moments where just like single
2: they just moments lost it. all, Yeah, it's just like small things. Small mm. things and uh I don't know I can't I can't tell you really what it is because Ronaldo still had the crazy mentality there and I'm sure that team was still on a uh, mazine but I okay, can't so, tell you, it's, it's small margins. With elite, with elite sports, it's very small margins and you need a bit of luck. That's what I think. So,
0: Okay, so you're thinking small margins and a bit of luck. Dan, what do you think?
1: What, in terms of success?
0: In terms of success, why was it that, for I example...
1: The, the in the free, Michael Jordan thing, yeah. I don't see I don't see much luck, I'm actually honest. Hmm. So
0: because
1: you think he, it was just it his supreme from,
0: talent and whatnot what that kind of made them win it? His his talent, driving Oh, that can't quite hear you. Uh, he,
3: he was drunk. like
1: that uh,
0: Rodman. Yeah, that we can't quite hear you. So I'm just going to move on to uh, once you fix your your internet connection, maybe. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about what my theory is. So when you look at both those Real Madrid and Chicago Bulls teams, what you see is you see a plethora of players who, beyond the superstars are willing to kind of put in hard work and they kind of know their place, so to speak. So when you look at um, the initial three-peak winning team, you had a player called John Paxson, um, who, he wasn't a fantastic player. He wasn't this supreme athlete. He wasn't, he wasn't on anywhere near the level of Michael Jordan, but he knew what his ability was and he was willing to work hard to kind of put his good ability forward. And so he actually ended up scoring, I think, the, the bucket that ended up giving them the 3 the first time they'd done it. Yeah, because so. he, he didn't think to himself, yo, I'm going to be the superstar. I'm going to be amazing. He just thought to himself, how do I compliment the best player job. on my team? Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do my job. But and you have- the same, and, sorry, one second. And the same can be said about Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr done the same thing. In fact, in the documentary, he says, I used to look up to John Paxson and say, I want to be like him. He didn't say, I want to be like Mike, like the rest of the world. Because he knew he didn't have the I see ability. Steve Kerr as a beast as well. I see him. That's the thing. I actually Steve think he was five. a very good uh, basketballer.
1: But, you know. He won five championships and yeah. he won free coaching as well. So he won free coaching the
0: Warriors. Yeah, and no, he definitely. He is fantastic. He just isn't Michael Jordan level. And so he when he went into that oh, team, he says... He only in the documentary. started 30 games. Exactly. Only when started he, 30 games. When, he when he goes into that documentary, he says, look, I knew that I wasn't going to be the star player, but I could compliment Michael Jordan, allow him to win. And I think what happened with the Real Madrid team was similar. Because they had Kaká, Mestos, these big names. But when you got players like uh, Casemiro, like Asensio, like Lucas Vázquez, who they knew they weren't amazing, but they came in and they'd done a job when required. they just done their job and they complemented their star player, which was Ronaldo. So I think, although, yes, there are small margins and you need clutch moments, generally speaking... You need players in your team who are willing to compliment others rather than just be like, oh, I am the team best cohesion, player. Yeah, team, yeah cohesion. team cohesion, I think, is very important. Mm. So you can draw a parallel between the Chicago Bulls team and the Real Madrid team that was quite successful. Because once they got mm. these players in who were, you know, good level, good level players, but who knew their place and knew that they had to compliment the superstar rather than try to overtake him, that's Literally, when they kind you, of won. You need those dons who, who get stacking and play for the badge. So you remember the name of the badge. Then is the... I mean Jordan Henderson is like 100 percent the exact yeah. yeah I mean he, he is exactly that. He just gets stuck in, you know, he's a hard worker, he he yeah. he works for the badge, you know. For a good like, family, good family. Yeah, it's from a good family. you from a good family, you know, and uh, you know up front you got your free killers, you know. Yeah, Zala, I I, 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 I think
2: that's that's definitely a thing. I'm just trying to think of that Barcelona, pet Barcelona team. Who was because when I look at that team, everybody was a superstar basically, or literally who was actually. That guy who just done a job, because in my head Busquets is not a guy that just done a job, because he was again a great player, one of the best. So, well, actually that's
0: a good point you've you've made there. So for okay, yeah. let's do let's do this then. Let's let's talk about what do you think is the best franchise slash team? So across all sports. So do you think the Chicago Bulls team is a more successful and better team than, for example? Barcelona team and what metrics do you use to determine that?
2: Yeah, I can't I won't be able to answer that because oh, yeah, I'm not so
0: involved in boss uh, basketball like I that. I think they're the best
1: the basketball team, the, the Bulls have to be the best. Is it because of the three peats like, then? The three peats, the fact that they literally dominated
0: but one could one could argue that Barcelona dominated as well. But they did never even won. two in a row. They never won two Champions Leagues in a row. And the Champions League is the main metric of who is the best team in the world. Barcelona won yeah, yeah.
2: six trophies in one year. That's yeah, but they wrong. have That's six trophies that before. they
0: can win, though. I mean, exactly. basketball would not have
2: that many trophies. Yeah,
0: you have some of these, you know, pre-season trophies that I you can
2: I think it's difficult to compare uh, to two sportsmen when it comes to who's being better and who's not. I think
1: it's very difficult. Okay, can I ask a question? Oh, I've got a question.
0: Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Would
1: Would you say basketball breeds the athletes with the strongest mentality? Or if not, which sport do you think does it? Mm. Again, I can't answer that. I think I think. The, I think no, it's but really
0: you know, individual. you know the you know the general. Kobe, LeBron, of, George. You know what it is. With,
2: you know what it. You know what it is with basketball. Can I say something actually? With basketball, you can chat shit. If another man is chatting shit to me, you know I ain't gonna take that shit. I'm gonna go home and fucking train. With football, it's so PR. You can't get amped. You can't get amped. That's the problem with football. That's what I don't like about football. That's why That's, that's J- is a At least Another question. Okay. Like let's let's question.
0: let's answer this one first. Uh, so for yeah. me personally. I think because of the scheduling of basketball and the fact that there's so many games and you have to stay at peak physical condition throughout it, um, I think players reach for more, they need something to kind of motivate themselves. So when you watch the mm. um, Michael Jordan documentary, Michael Jordan, if you said hello to him in a slightly <laughs> funny way, that's it, you're on his list. He had a list like you Stark and he was like, you're on my list. And the reason why he'd done that was because you need to be so mentally strong and have that drive throughout the season, throughout all of those matches, to be able to exactly. perform. So I think just, just because of how competitive and how physical and how many games there are, I think you need to have a stronger mentality to play in the NBA than in football. Did Michael Jordan yeah. ever have a psychologist? Do you know anything about that? I'm not sure, I, um, I would, I would I, think no, maybe I he would I mean, one of the biggest superstars in the world It's crazy psych- like The
2: psychology is just it's, oh, it's so mad It's so mad I, mean,
0: in,
1: I don't know if this is a good credit But I'm pretty sure in Space Jam there's a scene <laughs>
2: Yeah where,
1: where, I don't know if it's one of the players Or all of the players, they were talking to a shrink I'm, feel I feel like mean, they did also lose their
0: powers to aliens so I don't know how credible yeah. that
1: is <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure that was in the news yeah, I don't so know how much that translates
0: actually yeah that's a good point you know now that you said that so he made that during his little break from basketball um, I think yeah. but um, when no, you look that, at that was,
1: Space Jam was made was it the year he came you know back what, maybe
0: his first, the first season he returned from retirement yes, so it was okay. that half
1: season it was so, in between
0: that and the next one That's gonna so, made it that summer I was going to say that like, when you look at the end of the first P and you look at Michael Jordan, the reason why I think whether he was there or not, the team wouldn't have won anything the following season is because you can see how mentally drained he is. Mm-hmm. You can see he's just finished mentally. I mean, he, the amount of pressure being put onto him because he is this superstar, global superstar, is insane. And so you kind of look at it and when you're watching the documentary, you feel tired just watching the guy. So he needed that break, I think. And, you know... I would argue that me, you me don't. So have... many
1: questions. I've got so many questions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would argue then that you know, although yes, Ronaldo is under a lot of pressure and blah blah. I mean, just the fact that he doesn't play as many games, and I would argue that uh, football isn't as but physical I, how... as NBA. I just, I just don't yeah. think that he needs that kind of mentality. To be honest with you, I think it's just a different yeah. level when you're in the NBA, and obviously, uh, as you mentioned, rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, Mamba mentality was a thing people really looked up to his mm. his mental fortitude because you mm. need that kind
2: of mentality to be successful in the NBA in, in all sports man in all sports I know you of course yeah yeah no, of, no no you need the Rinaldo's oh, thing but yeah. you gotta you, can you deep this year Ronaldo had I think Messi had four Ronaldo had one Ballon d'Or. I'm gonna be honest I think I'm giving up that's to me I can't I can't fathom that that's just crazy well, I don't know but, 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 the, but then the, the one the could argue that
0: um, you know, Ronaldo, yes, he was the best player on his team. But at the end of the day, it's a team effort. And in the end of it, he won the Ballon d'Ors. But when you look at Michael Jordan and you compare the quality of players he had with him, beyond Scottie and Pippin, I don't think he had anyone who you can really say was anywhere near his what, level. But what Real is Madrid and Ronaldo of? does have players who are somewhat near his level when, when he was playing. I think Michael Jordan had more of a leadership role than Ronaldo did. In my yeah, opinion, I think so,
1: definitely. I that's
0: think, I think that's, I think, I, 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 think that's because of what basketball is, man. To be fair, but that's that's the but question, what, though. Do you think basketball
2: requires more
0: leadership yeah. than than football? Okay, and then, I think it
2: does. Uh, I think, uh, I, I guess, I guess so. And again, why I'm going back to the thing that it's cause in basketball you can chat bare shit.
3: Mm. You can you do that for, in every sport so, by the way. It,
0: you can not do it in every sport, but watch. you do get penalised more by the FAM, fever and so on. In, in,
2: so, in, in, so in, so. in, yeah, in, in, in football, the, P, the PR just kills me. The PR is just, it's so PR'd out. Bro, Bro, you, man, you had like, Vieira just beefing in the tunnel. You can't have a shit. <laughs> you lose and stuff. So, so after watching yeah.
1: The Last Dance, do you feel sports has lost its soul? In particular, football? Because yes, if you see yes. The Last Dance, we look at our old football, like, that, that. He said, "Roy can get that." back. Listen, rivalry. Maradona
0: used to sniff coke on a on a Sunday yeah. and then play football on a Monday after he'd swear it out in the sauna. Like the you football see, used to Maradona. be insane. Legend, legend, legend of Bro, the Maradona game, really.
2: Fly kicking people. I think it was <laughs> Atletico Madrid back in the eighties. Mm, uh, I want to say I'm not quite sure. There was a Barcelona game, yeah, where he knocked the guy out with his just, Yeah, just Tony was ah uh, legend. That guy is a legend, man. I mean,
0: before I think. I think, here's the thing, as, as Rohat said, everything's become a lot more PR'd out. Now, when Michael Jordan was initially playing, the NBA wasn't as big as it was today. He made it as big as it is today. And now more money is being put into the sport. Same thing with football. You know, before guys like Graham Souness, who have a plumbers level of ability, you could play for a European champion. But now, the game has improved so much and the quality of football has improved so much that the amount of funding has improved for it. And when mm. money gets involved, people don't want to lose their coin, innit? They don't want to lose their money. So, mm. you know, a Ronaldo can't come out tomorrow and be like, you know what, fuck Messi. He can't say that because then. Oh, they, you know, I, they, <laughs> I
3: mean, he can say
0: it in his private time. He can say it in the match, but if he says it where the cameras
2: are able to watch him and see and hear what he said. But, but, but do you know what? He's so like many endorsements. But that's that's the, that's a good thing. So, um, with NBA, you, you people like, yeah, they want that. With football, if Ronaldo comes out and, which he has said, if he goes, I think I am the best player. He'll get some sort of backlash. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's That's not even.
0: Here's the thing, though. I would say, when you think about it on a race context as well, the NBA has a phenomenal number of black athletes who increased it to its level of prominence that it has mm. today. And so I feel like, for sure, for sure. While there is criticism towards black athletes, it, it's not as as. With as much vitriol as you have towards black athletes, for example, here in this country. For
2: like for example, Raheem um, Sterling, Paul Pogba, these guys again getting yeah. lambasted every so, day. So one woman tweeted, who would be uh, the footballer's, um, uh, what's that guy's name? The equivalent, equivalent of equivalent. Rodman. Rodman, yeah. And then somebody quote a tweet saying, if there was an equivalent of Rodman, you lot wouldn't let him live. Exactly. Football. That's true. Yeah.
0: That's true. I th- yeah, I think I think um football used to be a working class sport, but right now the middle class and the upper class have kind of taken over it through, fi- through financial means. And so they kind of have like this kind of uh you know, looking down their nose kind of attitude towards mm. regular football fans and towards players who act like regular football fans. So you couldn't have someone like Rodman who was a bit different
2: or someone like MJ who Rodman's a player. legend.
0: Rodman is I a legend, first of all.
2: I enjoyed the Rodmans at the scene so much. That guy I just somebody because like that guy had fun and he was happy. That's it, that's what I'm asked. He done all of them and then he came on a Thursday or a Friday night, whenever the matches are played, bossed it out, and then went so, and done okay. the shoot again. So,
0: let's let's talk a bit about mental health because it was mental health awareness week, and um, so with regards to that, let's kind of discuss some of the, the mental health habits, let's say, of, of players. So, Rodman, he needed two days away. He just said, I need two days away, I just can't, I can't oh keep doing God. this anymore. And he, he was, was gone. gone. He was gone. Phil Jackson just said, yep, off you go then. Because That's he knew true. that a player like, uh, like Rodman just needs to blow off some steam. And when he comes back, he'll perform at the same level. Do yeah. you think that a Premier League footballer could do that today?
3: Uh, do you can't, know, buy if, Raheem,
0: if Raheem Sterling said tomorrow, guys, you know what? The pressure's getting to me. I'm going to be off for two days. I'm going to go partying and binging and doing all of this in, in Las Vegas. Do you think the media would even let him breathe when he came back?
1: I think the players are too scared to do that because if they do one thing wrong. So would you not then
0: argue that we've actually taken a step back in terms of mental health awareness?
1: Yeah, the media's the media is too powerful. It's too. So
0: do you stem that back to the media then? Is that is that the?
1: Yeah, the media is the problem in every single factor of life.
2: Because when you, have been no, I, you know, I think it's, I think media has a role, but it's, family, it's Just it's just multi-faceted. It's just, uh, it's just so vicious, too vicious. I think. So like, let me make this point
0: then. So, for example, Rodman wore a a, a bride's dress, and he, you know he kind of cross-dressed from time to time, wore makeup, done these things that we're led to believe back in those days would have been considered completely irregular. But he was able to do it. And people, uh, you know, as although they didn't seem to be normal, but he was at the top. So he was able to do it and whatnot. Now, today, if a footballer was to try and do anything like that, I think, I genuinely don't think they'll be able to make it out of, of that situation where people are just going to be, you know, the amount of hate that they would receive. Would be
3: receive it from So and so
0: like, but today we're we're supposed to like you know we're supposed to be at a place where that sort of thing is considered normal and if it was in any other media form that player would be idolized. They'll say oh look <coughs> at how different this player is look at how they're able to express themselves. But what is it about football in particular that just does not it's allow stuff, this sort of thing to happen?
2: Yeah, no stuff like that the media good, would good. Stuff like that, the media would have to accept the media would be fine with it because, again, that's a PR thing. It will just be people who are on the internet that will chat shit. because you can't have Graham Sunez coming on there and saying, you know, having a go at, oh, he's dressed like this. You won't hear well. Graham Sunez does that today, anyway. He talks about how people are
0: dressed and their haircuts and he attacks their personalities rather than their football. Yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah,
2: yeah, so, right. what is
0: it about football that you they just are not able to separate the player from their sport? I mean, Fuck people knows. just, they don't want to accept the fact that these players might have personal lives and personal things that they like doing outside of their sport. Why is it that... God we
2: knows. God no. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, mentality, they're, they're, they're from a different age. They're from a different but, time. I mean, but that's why it doesn't I was, make sense. Sense. But that's I why I was making the it. point
0: of Rodman was around 20 years ago. So you can say from, from yeah. a different time, but people like Rodman existed. Twenty, thirty, hundred, thousand years ago, people like Rodman have always been around. So to say, oh, it's because of their era, I think it's kind of uh, robs them of their accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I don't know, man. I'm gonna be honest. I have no and idea why. What do right. you think?
1: I genuinely generally think it's because Rodman kept that such sort a of consistent level. That's why he did it.
0: So do you think he's a mentality monster then?
1: <laughs> yeah, he what he won five championships as well at like two different teams. Yes,
0: yeah, so and I he think, played I for. Think given for a very physical yeah. team. Uh, given his, term, given um, his his life incredible. lifestyle and you know his private life, I think he was just as strong as uh, Michael Jordan mentally to be able to do the things he's done and come back and still perform at yeah. the level that he
2: did. Um, Dan's right with the scapegoat thing as well because when yeah. you look at Pogba is the Pogba's the one that comes out to my mind so much. People try to share about Pogba's ability and performances. Big man have you seen that Man United team? Have mm. you seen the team itself the team itself is arse. The manager itself is arse are you going to say need one to player? Girl. Yeah, yeah, a scapegoat. Yeah, and I mean when I'd you
0: when you consider theory. when you consider how he plays for France and he's a World Cup winner, and then you consider come how on, he man. plays for Man United, you come do on, think man. they do people like to use your personal life as a scapegoat tool, and so maybe that's why footballers just they don't come out and behave the way that maybe basketballers and previous yeah. footballers in the past did because of 100. the kind of way that things have changed and money is it. involved, you can get scapegoated. I hear that. I hear that. I think that's a valid point for me. It. No, it's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the hassle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, should we, really uh, say, yeah, so okay. We, should we try to maybe wrap this up then?
1: Okay, I've got another question then. Yeah, let's got, finish got, off with got one of questions.
0: Dan's. Oh, okay. You know what? This next segment is Dan's questions, questions segment and once questions. he's done then okay, we'll wrap it up. Okay, okay. Okay, let's go. Name your top five mentality beast athletes. Oh, Go. That is very hard. That is very I'm hard. talking about
1: all the sports you've ever seen in your life, so mm. you might have a golfer, you might have a, I don't know, a lacrosse player. I don't know, I don't know what kind of
0: sports. Okay, let me, have... let me let me say five in no particular order, and then I will try to kind of order them afterwards. So, uh, Michael Jordan, obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Serena Williams. Muhammad Ali. Mm. That's a
1: very good shot. Very good. Serena yeah. Williams has
0: been through the mill with the way the media has treated her. So those, that's four. There. Who would be my fifth player? That I, or fifth,
2: fifth person.
0: That I think played? Floyd as well, man. Mayweather. You know what? Floyd Mayweather as well. Actually, yeah, I'll put Floyd Mayweather that's, in there as That's well. a crazy
2: feat. So it? okay, let I me. Let me the same as yours.
0: Let me structure them then. Uh, so I would say, for first, It has to be Muhammad Ali. This guy literally fought against yeah the 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 system so you can't just
2: just one thing before you carry on just one thing before you carry on when michael jordan didn't support that black senator i was for me i was like "Mm," that one got to me a little that made me a little upset because of who in my eyes michael jordan is but then again who am i to, like that's not put that thing,
0: expectation man. on him, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so for that, actually, it's a good thing that you brought that up. So that's kind of one of the reasons why Muhammad Ali, I put him first because yeah. he kind of transcended his sport, and it was more about societal issues that he was taking yeah, on. He was really like a figurehead for an entire movement yeah. for a prolonged period of time. And you know what? He went out the way he came in, man. He came in with class, decorum, everything, and he he left that way as well. So I really respect my yeah. Muhammad Ali. He's one of my idols. I put him as first. I'd say the second would have to be Serena Williams just yeah, because of say. the amount of hate this woman got and the way she absolutely dominated her sport and there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing, nothing you can do about it. And she I mean, was smiling closest, in her face, yeah. The woman that they put in as her closest competitor has lost to her in, I think, like five or six finals. I mean, come on. This, it, it's not uh, even a competition. The greatest... You know, what name is. Yeah, the great, exactly. I don't know her name. I need to know her name. <laughs> Serena Williams. She's the one that I need to know because she's the greatest ever in her sport. So... Definitely Serena Williams is second. Third. Third is a bit of a difficult one. Who would I put as third? Mm. I mean, I'll put Michael Jordan, just because after watching that documentary and seeing what he went through, obviously, with his father and so on. So I'll put Michael Jordan as third. um, Ronaldo as fourth. And Djokovic as fifth. Um, The reason why I think Djokovic Djokovic is such a... Um, such a great mentality month is because there's been countless finals where he's fallen behind by like two sets but he just doesn't give up yeah. he keeps going keeps going and he wins so I think that would be my my top five I don't know about Rohan I think
2: my one is probably similar to Aaron's to be fair I might put Floyd in there though last oh sorry I, yeah, mean, I said Floyd I kinda... and then
0: I changed it up to Djokovic yeah, yeah my bad but um, yeah even if it was Floyd I would have put him as fifth but yeah Karen
2: just because, just because of the fact that it's unheard of what he's done Hmm. It's unheard of. undefeated I do, yeah, like I do like the like the stuff that uh, Emin pointed out, like the struggles yeah. of like Muhammad Ali and stuff. But just forgetting all like life stuff and just looking at the sport for what he's done, I think uh, to carry on doing that because you once you're at the top, I, I promise you, you you lose a bit of you lose a bit of motivation, you lose a bit of thing, and the fact that he carried on doing it is um,
0: for me again. I, mean, probably I think he's like considering LSU. having another fight as well. Yeah, the man's nearly fifty, and he's still going to fight. So that's that's commendable. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so what about yeah, you? You're the guy who are at the bottom. So let's, let's hear I've got the are.
1: exact same top fours, top fours, you guys, and my mm. fifth. It just changes between Djokovic, Federer, Phelps, Usain um, mm. Bolt, Ooh, and like, I just Bolt's can't.
0: Completely forgot about you saying, bro.
1: He had like he has so much, like he's had raw talent,
2: raw talent, and, and he has he the, the confidence that's just sh- awesome. genetics right up and down. Work, working, like,
1: up. and I just I look at him, I just think, like, wow, like my guy's eating chicken nuggets before. I don't know, is that does that class as a good mentality? Is that bad mentality? No, should I tell like, no, no, you, you know, know what that is? That's and great and
0: mentality because the confidence you're about to hit an Olympics and awesome. you're yeah, just yeah. like, I love a bit, I love a bit of ego. It's crazy yeah. and I mean when you, you know when he broke the world record he actually slowed down towards the end and looked behind him if he had just run at his full pace he would have broken it by I believe at least another second like he, money in that. <laughs> that's the, the thing is he literally slowed down whenever I watched I go why did you slow down I mean this guy is so much better than anyone else that he actually slowed
2: down he, he, he is so tall that apparently that height shouldn't be run at that speed uh I mean, yeah, the guy is the defying shot. nature. The guy is yeah. defying nature. Like 65 I think. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And you know, no, he's he's fantastic. He's a fantastic god, uh, you know. I, I and then LeBron got, James. Like... I see LeBron James as well. See, we can keep adding though. We can keep adding he's names. I mean, Do you he... know how old this
1: man is. He's old and he is still
0: yeah. Isn't like, he near 40 I now? I mean, he's he's old.
1: Yeah. Then you got uh Mike Tyson and I just Oof. think
0: Mike Tyson
1: there's just so many there's just to be honest though I think Mike Tyson just had mental
0: mental health issues rather than having a really strong mentality I think he was just completely (laughs) gone while he was I mean some of the stuff he was saying to people while he was boxing was just insane so um, yeah that was some crazy stuff do you have any other questions that was a good question actually I really like um yeah I do I do just what
1: contributes to a team's success more the idea of mentality monsters or like a team ethos from the pitch or financial backing from
0: so I the think, I think um, So I think we kind of discussed like, what makes teams successful and like, my, my end point was that you need to have I think team ethos yeah, is, is, is mm. just as important as the mentality. I mean, I think you definitely need to have one or two guys. They all play the a team. role. They all play a role. Yeah. They all play I think you team. need to have one or two guys in there who are just like, you know, as we mentioned, these supreme athletes. But I think overall the whole team has to yeah. kind of mesh together. I think, no, I, I I think, think good think money finances lost.
2: never hurts. Having good I think money. Is, I think at the top, where the elites, elites, the gods of the sporting thing. I think money is lost because like I said, money can't buy that mentality. But can money I make an argument? Buy. Can I make a? I so think money, a can those players. Exactly. So money can collect. Exactly, money those can players. collect
0: players. You can Me have on the same wavelength. Exactly, you can have a fantastic player like Matt Latissier was a fantastic player, but he played for Southampton and didn't have the players yeah. around him to win. To oh, win yeah. titles. If he, had the play, if he had the money he could, have, he could have they could have even brought in Ronaldinho to help him out and he would have won the title you see what I'm saying yeah, and I mean yeah. when you look at teams like Man City yes team mentality ethos but you can circumvent all of that by just bringing in the absolute best of the best
1: exactly
0: Yeah, you know I mean if you have the best player in every single position uh, in the league then realistically speaking who can beat you I mean Leicester won the fucking Premier League is oof good point good counterpoint <sighs> Mentality. Very good. Did you see? Did you hear the way I lay out that? Yeah. Oof. yeah that was a very good point. That was a very good. I get, it, good point. but you know what? Is, this, this
2: is the thing. This is the thing with sport. It's 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 so complex. It's like I love if you actually look. If you yeah, look that's into why context, people love the game. Yeah, if you look into the context of that season, you could maybe understand. Well, you can't understand because that's an amazing feat. But you could see what because if you're being honest, all the top four teams, whatever, like the usual top four, they were dead that season. Mm, mm. but then again it's still you, st- you still can't say to Leicester uh, what they've done you can't, still can't take nothing away from them because that's fucking Leicester see yeah, yeah, you know, no, it's, it's, it's crazy ticket. there is isn't one answer yeah that's what I'm trying to say there is isn't one answer okay. yeah. uh, you know what thank
0: god you said that because I had the point that I wanted to bring up which I completely forgot about um, so today when you look at a young player and how much leeway they're given mm-hmm. let's say for example an Mbappe Mbappe misses... No, actually, you know what? Let's, let's go from real-life example. Dembele. Dembele missed mm. a chance against Liverpool in the semi-finals when they were playing in the new Camp.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They games, were 3-0 up. They were 3-0 up and he I missed his this. chance. And people still blame Dembele for the way that Barcelona fell out of that competition. Now, yeah. I read something that said that Michael Jordan missed the most last-second three-point shots out of any player ever. He missed thousands of shots throughout his career. He made countless mistakes throughout his career. But he persevered and he won. Do you think that you can even do that today in today's sport where if you miss the more three-point chances than anyone else that you'd still be given the opportunity to take three-point shots? In the same way that Dembele missed one chance in the semi-final. I can't speak day. for football. I can't speak for football No, no, football. yeah, no. I just mean generally speaking in sports. I feel like younger players are given the opportunity yes. to make the mistakes that maybe previous generations could have made. Like a Paul Gascoigne, for example. Gaza had a crazy lifestyle, but he was yeah. given chance after chance to prove himself. People need to understand
2: that. Go on, Daniel. Yeah. No, no, you go first. I have to speak. People need to understand that uh once you succeed you can't like once you succeed you've succeeded but once you failed you have to fail again you have to you you have more based on trying to say is you're going to have multiple failures until you succeed like, for example the world is going to know that oh, i'm going to put this out there my driving thing i i failed a couple of times and i would never I know how that feels i would never know
0: how that feels good yeah, luck yeah, to you then, though. good luck to you though. and then <laughs> and
2: then i succeeded and that was it i could I, I can't fail no more i can't succeed no more but my basically just on that driving thing my foundation was failure. You have to have failure before you succeed. And once you succeed, that's it. You're but then gonna, my, You're not going to succeed
0: more. My kind of general point is that because of the financing and the money and as we spoke about the pressures from the media and the scapegoating, etc. Can you even fail in today's sport? I mean, I Messi, missed gonna, a, Messi missed one chance in a World Cup final that people keep posting again and again. This is Lionel Messi, one of the best. Like, he might my opinion, the best footballer ever. You know, I'm a big Ronaldo fan. Or... Yeah, I'm he a big, big Ronaldo the fan. The he dragged them to the final. And he missed one chance in there. And now people say, oh, well, he's not clutch. Where was or, he going? A... Where exactly. was he going? As I said, ages needs
1: to where... So, yeah,
0: I mean, I can you even fail? If a Lionel Messi is not exempt from that kind of criticism, then can you really fail in today's sport with the money that's in it, with the, with the stakes that are in it?
2: The I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of thing in it as well. Because that's messy, you have such high expectations. But as I just said, like look at Dembele. Dembele Dembele's a
0: young phenomenal player. Player, yes, player as well, though. He's a phenomenal player, but he made one mistake and now everyone's trying to put that as his career highlight. I mean the, Yeah, that's, the oh, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's
2: bullshit. That's bullshit.
0: Yeah, I think I think so. I think, like tying in um, mental health, I, I think it's a valid point to make that footballers you know, nowadays aren't given the chance to fail, and because they aren't, it affects their mental health. It affects their ability to play as well. But yeah, good Dan, carry on. That was a good question. I say for the, the success thing,
1: if you haven't succeeded, you don't get another chance. If you fail, if you fail first time, you'll come down exactly. on your harder. Michael Jordan exactly. won the Bulls the first the first ever championship. So he was given, literally like, yo, you've got a blank But the thing book. is,
0: leading up to that, though, there were countless seasons where they had failed and he still was given chances. Yeah, because there was I'm no expectation. Next oh, true. Yeah, there was no, yeah, yeah. They had no expectation. They hadn't won anything ever before. Mm-hmm. So
3: he
1: was doing good for the They were like, yo, this guy. Okay, so leave. can
0: I ask a question then? If you were a young footballer or a basketballer, would you go to an established franchise? Because, you know, they've got the finances, the money, and, you know, you don't know whether or not you will make it, basically, mm-hmm. in the end. Would you rather go to an established franchise or would you go to somewhere like Leicester where they don't necessarily... I mean, this is pre-championship. Pre-champion, yeah. So would you have gone to that Leicester team, for example, if you were Kante and let's say Real Madrid wanted you and so did Leicester, would you have picked to go to Leicester or would you have picked to go to Real Madrid? Which one do you think is the better Real Madrid. course of action? You
2: would have gone to Real Madrid. Roja? Real Madrid. Every single time. Madrid. Every single time. See, this
0: is the thing. No matter what we say, people would still go to Real Because I would go to Real Madrid as well. I mean, no matter what, you would want to go to Real Madrid because they're just more established, they're bigger. I've got good
1: reasons. I have, more. I have yeah. good reasons. Actually.
0: Yeah, go on. Go ahead.
1: Um, if I go to Madrid, I haven't done it. If I go to Leicester, I might not have the chance to go to Madrid afterwards because yeah. of whatever reason, I don't perform. But like, I've gone to Madrid, even if I don't succeed there, I can then go to Leicester afterwards. Because yeah, exactly. I have Madrid on my CV, it's on my CV. <laughs>
0: But then when you think of players like Royston Drenthe, I mean, this guy, he had a bunch of talent, went to Real Madrid, nothing really came of his career, he ended up playing in Turkey for a few seasons, and now he's a DJ. That's him, that's his mentality. <laughs> that's mentality, yeah.
2: That's mentality, not, like, exactly. he, 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 had, he had the greatest facilities, the greatest players around him, and he's ended up as a DJ. Yeah, he, that's, that's him, I don't care, that's for him.
0: Mm, okay, so you would, like, given the chance, you would still go to the bigger club, because you feel like yeah, that is the definitely. pinnacle of football, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with not like
1: getting succeeding at Madrid as long as you don't end up as a DJ. If you go to <laughs> Leicester if you go to Leicester, that's fine. Like you shouldn't like penalize people for not reaching the peak. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's that will have an effect on their mental health, their happiness, la la la.
0: I still celebrate the team. And actually, yeah, the Royce and did If you become a have, DJ, if you become yeah, a no, DJ... Yeah, no, but Royce and did have an interview where he spoke about uh, suffering from depression when he was at Real Madrid yeah. because of the expectation and stuff. So they just, mm. that's kind of why I wanted to ask the question
2: because... Yeah, you know what it yeah. is? It's just some people have it in it. Some people don't. Simple as... Mm. Mm. I don't know. Like I, That might so sound harsh or whatnot, harsh. but I feel like... I mean, it's harsh, hard. but life
0: is harsh. So Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Something so that if you have like, if you have any more questions then maybe um, one last question. One last, one last question, question and we wrap it up, yeah. The last dance of questions. Okay. So nice. After
1: watching the last dance, and see, did you get any shivers from seeing it? Like seeing Kobe. So like Oof. what great sporting memories yeah. do you have that bring shivers to you? Oh, that's, uh, that's a nice like, one. I was watching that, and I I like I was getting emotional watching this whole thing. Hmm. Oh, that's a good and one. I'm What important I just think yeah, sport, hey. sport moments give you emotions like that? I know, Champions League final for Arsenal, losing that, I was a mess. I was like, I don't even know how old I was. I, wasn't even, I was quite young, but I was a mess.
0: You know what? I'm going to say like, something well, from a more recent memory. Um, me and Roja were actually watching the Champions League final with Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. And yeah. uh, Atletico Madrid were, I think, 1-0 up throughout the whole game. And then in the 94th minute, Sergio Ramos Heather into the back of the net and I was it was a very weird feeling because I didn't necessarily want Real Madrid to win I mean I don't support even one of the teams but it was just like that moment of seeing the underdog just crumble in the last second they just kind of like as much as I love Ronaldo and I love you know some of the players on the Real Madrid team just seeing the way the Atletico Madrid players just crumbled in that last second defeat same thing with um, Ajax and Spurs obviously obviously wanted Spurs to lose but when Lucas scored. Lucas Moura scored that hat trick, and in the last second, you saw all that yeah. crumble. Yeah, it was just insane. Like uh, the the kind of emotions that were riding with it. Despite not actually supporting the club, you can really appreciate the kind of the mentality. Of, yeah,
2: yeah, the sport of it. You know, like when it happened, it was uh, for me. For me, I've got. I'm a big Ronaldo fan. I actually look up to to him. Uh, for me, I think there's a few. There's a few the Leventus one, where he scored the penalty last year. Now, if we're talking mentality, yeah. phenomenal. Blood so in the... Like yeah, ice in his blood. And uh, I think the 2008 Chelsea United Champions League as well. West Brown ooh, sent it in another header, heads it in, And he misses a penalty as well. And my heart, I was like, no. Yeah, you like
0: thought your hero was about to go crashing and burning him yeah. up. Yeah. Actually, you know, now that you said that, Welbeck, when he scored that header against Leicester, I thought Arsenal were going to win the league. Oh yeah, that was madness! Oh yeah, yeah that's true. when he scored against in the true. last second. You just thought, yep, yeah, that's it. They've won it. They've done it. When when Iniesta scored that last second goal against Chelsea and Drogba it was, was realistic. No. I could not believe it. Oh my! You just hmm. brought back a memory. Iniesta scoring in the World Cup
1: final. Oh, oh my oh, days, oh my! I literally my hands were shaking. I was, oh, I
0: you, was know, awesome, you know crazy. what? You know what actually made me very emotional. Um. Arjen Robin, he had missed a sitter in that very same final, and again in the Champions League yeah. against Chelsea, he had missed multiple chances. But then when he won missed the penalty against, as well. Yeah, when he won against um, Dortmund in the final, watching him collapse and like kind of cry right. because he, he knew he finally achieved that thing that would cement him as a you know a great footballer was mm. it was great to watch. You know, seeing people work so hard for something and actually getting it is, is always yeah, kind of gratifying yeah, yeah. to watch. I think yeah, yeah. I've
1: just got, I've got two. One memory, obviously, Eagles winning the Super Bowl, beating the mm-hmm. New England Patriots, destroying yes. the empire. Mm. For me, that I was like, yo, we beat Tom Brady. We've done Luke it. Skywalker so vibes it. right there, destroying the empire. Legit, yeah, legit. And then the other one was a trippy going to England in the World Cup.
0: Oh, when my I God. Mean, we were in Hyde Park I watching
2: that. I was oh. I thought, oh, no, I thought I was about to go to the moon. I thought we were in a World Cup family. You know, the end of that match, I
0: just looked around and the amount of red-faced men who were just like crying like children. I mean, it, the emotions were so high. I mean, people were just, they couldn't believe it. And when you yeah.
2: think about it, Kane, you should have squared it, man. Not talk about that, Aaron. <laughs> Not talk about that. We could start off all oh, we'll another podcast on that.
3: Yeah. Harry one King.
2: thing about that Kane, one thing about the Harry Kane thing, was he offside? This is the thing. I don't know. I can't because remember because I've been, that. I've been, I've been trying to find clips. I've been trying to find that game and see if he's offside because people are saying he's offside. Some people, are say, some people don't even mention they Nah, listen, he so plays for Spurs to... anyway, so I don't care. Legends just have to run. We lost
0: it because of uh, because of Kane.
1: They all our Spurs. I mean, realistically,
0: realistically, we we lost it because of Henderson. But don't say anything.
1: <laughs> those those yeah. passes during that game were abusive, Listen,
0: sh- you see, when I say blood on his hands, blood on his actual hands, that was ridiculous.
1: Comes from yeah, the family,
0: um, man. So I don't think, apart from Kobe dying, which doesn't really cast
1: as a sporting memory, but it's just something that, that hit home. I can't think of anything else that I witnessed.
0: Mm. Yeah, and no, I think that was a good Maybe. way to wrap up, the, wrap up the podcast, though. That was a nice little trip yeah. our Maybe that first, lane to our painful moments South, South Africa scored the first goal in the World Cup I think that was good. oh that was pretty oh no okay look we can keep going on and on but let's just finish yeah, it yeah we, <laughs> we need to uh, <laughs> out, man. I was just going to say Ghana Luis Suarez quarter finals uh, stress Jay-Z. pain stress. pain because I love yeah. that Ghana team they had they had something about them and uh, Asimo Gian yeah. missing that penalty and seeing, seeing uh, you know Suarez just go ballistic in the tunnel
2: oh god yeah Anyway, guys, okay, baby, it's been yeah. a good podcast. I've got other just before we leave. To to. Yeah, just before we leave, I just. Uh I just want to make sure that I give this message out. People carry on your exercising. It's important. Your aerobic exercises, your walks. We don't yeah, fat shame important. here, so you guys, live
0: your life. It's as not best about fat shaming. So it's about know, come on, healthy. yeah, yeah. Let's end it right no, there. Bad. Come on, yeah, no, yeah. end no, it right no, no. there. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, right, wait I'm
2: stopping no, the recording. No, wait, don't wait, we're done. For real, for real. Go on, go on. Now, genuinely, for the COVID thing, because I wanted to make sure I say this in it. It's uh. I've actually, I've, um, we didn't get a chance to speak, speak on it, but I've actually done a, like, actual scientific research papers and stuff, and
0: oh, they do will, say that... If... We're
2: putting that in right at the end when we're about to finish. Here, go ahead. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> it's the, leave the last to the best, or whatever they say. Aerobic exercise. Yes. Um, yes. Increase uh, the level and function of cells in the immune system, such as T-cells and monocytes, and that means you can have a stronger uh, immune system, and that means you can fight off the COVID. Stay for peace. Okay. See you guys.
1: Thanks for listening. All uh, right, safe.